today we are going to talk about some of the more trending items uh, in social media. Of course, one of them bi- biggest news for this week is the enhanced community quarantine. So, as always, a lot of people um, are divided in this. Um, some people say that this is only right because the exponential increase of COVID cases. And then the others uh, are quick to jump again and continue leverage the situation as a political attack or failure to execute um, like bare minimum standards uh, or just government overall handling of COVID cases. So what we're trying to do, we're going to um, dissect like, ano nga ba yung mga items that led up to this uh, and also Sino ba talaga dapat ang sisihan sa sitwasyon na ito? Or if meron ba? Diba? Kasi um, this is the common theme, lalo na yung mga... Just people reading headlines is very easy. Tapos people um, capitalizing, uh, creating content, TikTok, Facebook, or, or have you, or Twitter, most importantly, <laughs> trending ang the third very fine uh, campaign. So it, it's that, it set the premise of the conversation. Um, going beyond the immediate reaction, ano ba talaga dapat and what's causing this? <laughs> so let's start with the government response. So what do you think led up to this? The most, <clears throat> the biggest culprit that led up to the increased cases within the last few weeks? Um, for me, number one, if we're talking about government response, is opening up the economy. It's a lot of experts are already saying that um, to follow the what do you call that um, hammer and dance approach that you open the economy a bit so that your uh, your funds can be replenished uh, your mga, uh, citizens will have have enough resources when they start uh, being more strict again Parang it's mm-hmm. going to be a soft um, what do you call this? Uh, soft type of quarantine followed by a hard, a certain amount of hard lockdown. Um, so it's expected. What happened is uh, when we implemented these things, uh, we we made sure that the economy is open, people can go around. Uh, a lot of, I mean, even like weeks before uh, the actual surge, a lot of other places have very, very, very limited um, requirements to go from place to place. So one example that I can give is uh, Mindoro. Um, so it's an island. Uh, it could have been like isolated from everyone else, but um, the requirements that we needed we needed to complete to go there is just to fill out a Google form so that the um, the local government unit will know that we will arrive at that day. So, yun nga, um, opening up the economy uh, really led up to this. Of course, that's not the only factor. There are other factors that um, that resulted to it. But mainly, I'd say it was the opening uh, opening up the economy, make, making everyone, um, letting everyone to go about their lives almost as if um it's that there's no pandemic basically the only things that stayed in place is the mask mandate the face shield um 
mandate in public places, um, reduce yung, yung services, right? They were still yeah, uh, a little bit. They were still a little bit restricted um, yep. in, in volume, but I think yeah, the opening of the economy per se is necessary. That's why they they took that gamble. But what I yep. felt was wrong was that the bare minimum weren't being being followed by LPUs. Because we were operating under the assumption that we're opening up the economy, that the people are following the absolute minimum, like mask, um, transport, face shield, right? But the thing is, they opened thinking that this will be kept when, to begin with, they should have done an assessment like how is it strictly followed? Is that something that we can rely on? Because we know that that's already the bare minimum. But if they were doing it like 30-40% effective, uh, that's really maximizing the risk of opening up the economy. But if they were doing it uh, re- religiously and it's being followed by everybody, the, the citizens, the establishment, the LGU, they're really enforcing may mga natitikit, may mga nauhuli, right? That's, that really might have given us better chances. Because once, two days pa lang ng opening ng economy, I remember cases were already high. Diba? You almost yep. question uh, the timing when they opened because that, I think, two days, three days, consecutive, we were seeing highest cases per day. So I know they were contemplating the opening of economy not two days before. So they were probably doing that, you know, a couple weeks of weeks months, yeah. ahead. Oh, but to really start that on that day uh, and really just not evaluate how effective our bare minimum uh, expectations are. Yun yung failure. It, it wasn't wrong. It was wrong that they did it without assessment. Kung gaano ka-compliant yung mga tao, yung mga local sa mga areas doon sa standard na yun. And also, I agree that one of the biggest change was that they they were standardizing yung health protocol. Kasi it doesn't make sense nga naman. One of the biggest inventions diba, was um, sa, sa Baguio, kailangan mo ng swab test. Sa Batangas, kailangan mo ng medsert. You know, we went to Batangas and supposedly that area requires medsert. But uh, the resorts, the way that they're implementing it is kahit 20 kayo sa sasakyan, if only care. one of you if only one of you can present a med cert coming from the barangay, you're all good. Like, I'm pretty sure that's not meant that way. Yeah, I mean, at least Batangas is asking for a medical certificate. Mindoro was like, uh, if you're going to go there, especially if it's just going to be a day, um, you fill out. <laughs> you fill out the um, Google form saying why you're going to be there and whatnot. It's basically a contact, tra- contact tracing form. Then you show up in Batangas Port, ride the boat, go there, and that's it. There's no other requirements. So a declaration, lang. It's it's. If I remember correctly, I don't even think that's a health declaration form. Um, what the questions that I remember is yung reason for visit how long will you be staying um, what barangay will you be going to uh, you know stuff like that it's not and it can be done ahead of time so even if yeah. it was if, if I forgot that it, there were health questions there it wouldn't matter 
because I can fill up that form and set a date for like two three weeks later and then yeah it, when they send me the approval which is usually either a text message or uh, an email the health declaration there is no longer relevant diba? so yun yeah it's the the standards are not well standardized <laughs> across the board uh which i think made it a lot more right dangerous for everyone um, so, the, so the biggest gap is the national government thinking that to leave it to the lg to decide what's best for them right knowing that we've, we've been on the pandemic for one year we obviously know what works versus what doesn't baguio has the best response right they, they've been strict from the get-go um they know the contact tracing app they know the swab they know it's a really limiting number of tourists coming in well it works in their favor and the entrance exit point is very small but yes. the same right is that's a best practice even if it's applicable to certain areas or islands that's already what 70% of our places for example Cebu um Bohol, you know wherever it's an island you can obviously apply what bag you did because there's no other entry and access point why not the Basa national government have this LGUs report their efficacy for prevention of new cases na pumapasok sa area nila rank that and apply that wherever possible also kung mga land travel between Tabita Laguna or whatever what what's the best practice that works there kumbaga as a national government or uh, I, I, IATF which is I think should have been the purpose kaya nga inter-agency task force to put this data together and really replicate whatever works in what situation and then strictly audit and enforce that kasi yun ang missing eh HLGU had their own so they they eventually agreed na yeah ah, okay it makes sense nga na dapat pare-pareho tayo and when they did that ang sinabi nilang pare-pareho is is the worst type of implementation yung tipong oh sige wala na tayong swab test oh sige wala na tayong ano med cert if we leave it to the ano na lang to the businesses sa mga resorts sa mga places they go to they frequent bahala na sila sa implementation nung ano nung health protocol ito naman mga business more than one year kami walang kita right yeah magigipit pa ba kami ebente yung tao o isang medsert lang o isang um, ganito lang actually what 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 they're posting ano yung advisory nila sa ano the moment it came up right oh wala na pong medsert wala na pong ganito ganito come here ganyan ganyan tapos yeah. pag sinabing minimum health protocol nandun na hindi naman wala naman nag-enforce wala naman nangyipot <laughs> alam mo yun yeah, kasi ano eh uh, when they looked at all the policies When they checked every place's um, differing policies, what they did was they decided to go for the least restrictive one, which makes sense economically. But the problem was, you know, there should be an expectation that people will not fully um, follow through. I'd say, deba. Parang when we set the standards high. Um, most likely a lot of though a lot of people would still be under i'd say performing uh, or under compliant and then when they set the standard super low it became 
basically yeah it's 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 a free for all um kasi diba uh, I, i understand how hard it is to be like to obtain a swab test swab test result it takes time takes money it's not always it's not always going to be covered by your company or whatnot but when we talk about um <laughs> the actual pandemic you can't just um let it be especially for places that it could have been you know prevented so what we're talking about uh in Baguio yun nga, their entry point is very very narrow uh that's the same with our islands mostly of Visayas actually um and some places in Mindanao probably uh unlike what we have in the NCR plus bubble Uh, so we have Manila, we have Cavite, we have uh, Laguna, Laguna, Batangas, Bulacan. These places are interlocked. Uh, I mean, interconnected through many, many roads. And we both know how we feel about checkpoints. But <laughs> so what's going to happen? It's going to be just a crazy. If you're going to try to implement that same logic there, it's not going to work. It, there's really some uh, a need for something else when it comes to you know at least making sure that people will be following uh, it's really the protocols ano. yeah implementation it, it's what's possible for one place is not possible for another but there is another solution for that um, which is why I think contact tracing is really really important um kasi even if you cross the border if you were contact traced they would know um, let's say na in the case na if a person was uh, a carrier of COVID uh, you have these very lax health protocols implemented for travel if that one person goes from one place to another place if at least he was traced where he went properly um it would be less of a problem i'd say because that's one of the um weak points i'd say of our mm. pandemic response because diba, um it, it goes with what we said about standards as well so we have a standard okay so contact tracing should be in place establishments should be using uh, a system of at least whatever system they want basically they gave the LGUs the power to decide what contact tracing method they will be following so again we already have a good example a best practice coming from Baguio um, so these people um, a lot of the LGUs are actually using contact tracing apps um, there are And some of these apps are very considerate to people who do not have smartphones. So sometimes they can just have um, the actual QR code printed out and then the establishment themselves will be the one um, scanning it, which I think is a good idea. Um, still very far off from what the other countries are doing, but it's more than, I mean, at least it's enough for what we can do. Because what I think about the current contact tracing system, the sulat pap- sa papel method is really not yeah. effective. Kasi 
'di ba when when secretary was it Magalong right uh from Baguio became the contact tracing czar um basically what he did was he conducted a study um asked the LGUs how effective their contact tracing are and then what he got was very disappointing and not all of the LGUs responded basically that's what happened um and he's been trying to apply what he did in Baguio to everywhere else but the I don't know if it's it can be called as hesitance um but ayun nga he wasn't able to do that it, it almost forced him to resign the only reason he's still there is because the, <laughs> the president doesn't want to re- to uh receive his resignation diba and yun nga uh, government response contact tracing is i think one of the sol- not really a solution but at least a measure that could reduce the uh, could, spread of could the have, virus. Yeah, could have it, reduced it. Yeah. Because at this point, I think it's a little too late with the exponential increase. Um, it's going to be hard, super hard. It, it's not almost, you know, to go and contact with everybody that had contact with 10,000 people every day, uh, knowing how failure it is right so that's a good point because with the contact tracing HLGU had um, their own contact tracing method but there's not one that connects from one city to another right? what will tell uh, Bulacan that na stop over pala ako sa Pampanga yeah right uh, what will tell um, you know Batangas that I'm going Laguna or Cavite prior to heading here, right? The only thing there is address, um, normally, uh, tapos name, number, tapos temp. There's not one system that connects. Yung talagang contact trace, kumbaga, if, simple, right? Ako pa nag-travel ako, can the government trace where I went? Can they really figure out diba, the places I went to? Nag, nag-drive-thru ako sa SLEX, lumanan ako ganito, can they really tell kumbaga, investigation that where I came from and who I should have, would have contacted yeah because I, I highly doubt na they actually go through all of the paper mm. <laughs> uh, paper contact tracing forms one by one uh, just to figure out if you've been in their area because people can just gloss over details I mean I'm not saying that people will lie but Um, it is possible that they might gloss over some details. Maybe yun nga, you decided to take uh, a quick stop, kumain sa isang restaurant while you are traveling. You might not really say it. Your contact tracing form might be there, but <laughs> yun nga. Basically, what will happen is, in order to achieve the same effect as a unified contact tracing system can, ang mangyayari every time someone is positive, everyone should look through all of their papers which is right. extremely inefficient actually it's not inefficient it's nearly impossible impossible yeah that. I agree it's impossible if you cannot so Mbawa is there a national system that announces itong name na to uh, my COVID how would the establishment even know somebody was there that had COVID or just got positive today right how would you even know 
as an establishment na kahapon may pumunta diyan na positive pala. Yeah kasi ano, diba? we, even get this data. We still have the um, I'm not sure if it's the Data Privacy Act yung about your health uh, information. So, yun nga, the only way to do it is just to let like one centralized um, system to do, go through all of these data and it's impossible to create that centralized system if everyone every single LGU even sometimes it varies from barangay to barangay um, that they have their own because you can you, we have the trace app uh, this is what we use um, in in the in Batanga sport you have stay safe um, if I remember there are others as well there are specific websites that collect these data from SM malls from Ayala malls right. those are different websites and then of course you have the paper ones MRT will also has a different I'm not sure if it's an app or a website um, I can't remember so you have all these and I highly doubt that you can consolidate all the data so that you can find where a person has been basically what I feel is what they're doing in contact tracing is that they ask the person where have you been uh, mm. what time what time of the day were you there and then they just work with whatever the the person can remember so why do all these things to begin with that's the stupidest yeah. thing I've ever heard right I mean uh, if somebody just got told that you have COVID do you think I'm gonna remember all details the number one thing <laughs> they're worry. Yeah. Is is to ano ano ba ano ba hindi ko alam hindi ko sure right and then you're asking that uh, actually puts additional stress to this individual uh, it makes sense kung first case natin yun eh. second or it's a small number ten thousand people really how many contact traces do we have and then also the variation of the app system use I, I hate to say this but politics kick in siguro I think that's where the start yeah was frustrated because why couldn't we apply just one system why because si, si mayor ganito uh, favors this or whatever system so sino yung app provider whatever deal they had right it's, that's gonna be what's you it, it's not uh, all these steps were not done for intention of really preventing or at least tracing uh, some of this has politics already where an LGU obviously prefers a solution over another for whatever reason You are favoring uh, an app or a service or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, tapos, uh, the other part there is a lot of these establishments, and obviously LTU, does this for optics. They they wanna show that there is compliance, but really, if you analyze, diba, this parang ano lang te, um, parang nagbigay ng self-service option. <laughs> <laughs> just for the sake of, for yeah. the sake of it, it's just, just like saying, and then so the audit. So this is where the national government should have been more strict. It's the audit of compliance, diba? If I come into your LGU and evaluate the process and it's not accomplishing what it's supposed to do, then that should be an an LGU problem. It's, they should be held accountable and improve it. So whatever provider they use, okay. They use that, but then there has to be um, qualification where, okay, whatever method you have should have a means to communicate to the national database, right? Okay. Or when when we do uh, when we do a national uh, contact tracing, we should be able to provide you one input and immediately within 
what 24 hours you should be able to tell me where all these individuals came from dapat may mga ganung requirement if your system doesn't meet these requirements it's either you apply the national system right or improve mm-hmm. kasi kung hindi they should be held accountable that's where the national government failed this is where the IATF could be better kasi I agree um, I think you know what happens on this mayor meeting we're, we're never there right nag meeting sila but being that mga mayor so um, maybe they're so ano alam mo yun ayaw din nila ng difficult conversation or they don't know how to really still yung yung oversight national government kasi lagi naman pinapipilitin especially nung early days ng pandemic di ba parang yung mga LGU was hesitant pa to, um, to work with the national government kasi de, ang lagi nilang ano dyan, reasoning is we're protecting the citizens of our city. Kumbaga, everything that they do that out of compliance sa national government, the number one excuse is because inuuna nila yung safety and welfare ng citizens nila, which then sounds good and well in politics, uh, in, in their uh, citizens, right, or sa mga tao nila sa lugar nila, and even in the media, that sounds that sounds good. But really, how can you protect your city, say, Pasig, <laughs> from all the other cities around you. Yeah. Wala namang kasing way na ganun. So that's that's an uh, that's actually a stupid argument. It just sounds good, diba? But if if you think about it, they should really be held accountable. So that's that's the one thing. So the other thing that people are looking into in the national government response is they always blame yung mga ano uh, people that are in the agency. For example, Duque. Right? From the very beginning, uh, Duque is in question. Kung he's the right person uh, or the IATF, the uh, PNC. So different individuals are being asked. So the other part that we want to talk about, you know, aside from the measures, right, is later on talk about kung yung mga tao ba na to, and do they have. If, if ever we replace them, do we have an immediate competent person that can change everything? So one 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 sample is yung nga yung star, yung contact tracing star, right? He did it so well in Baguio. Nung nasa national government level na, different, different variables. Sobrang iba na yung, yung game. Sobrang iba na yung mga problema to solve. And magnitude is exponentially bigger. Diba? So, yep. that's the that's the pro question. Um, yeah, because um, just to okay, add, because diba, the Baguio mayor's appointment as the contact tracing czar is the best example that you can get of replacing someone in position. Well, no, he, he didn't replace anyone, right? He, he just assumed um, responsibility of someone else's like other responsibility diba? Basic, basically in I- IATF it's, mm. it's the best example of getting the best person that we can and them still failing um, the reason for that is not because they're incompetent uh, I'd say that Magalong is still one of the best out there when it comes to contact tracing that's why Baguio has been uh, outperforming others uh, for quite a long time before the, sur- the second surge hit uh, but yun nga, um, when things are zoomed out macro level, you see it on the national level, 
there are a lot of different um, factors that they should be considering. There's a lot of politics, a lot more politics actually, a lot more uh, pushback from the other uh, other LGUs and whatnot. And it's it's a problem that for some reason, I mean, I expected a global pandemic to erase that. <laughs> but apparently I was too hopeful um, the same mechanics are still there the same relationships between different pol- uh, politicians from different places are still there it almost did not change um, yeah. yun nga, um, is it really just a matter of replacing people replacing groups and if you want to do that what are the implications and what are the things that we can expect, what are the challenges that we can expect to have if we push through with that kind of idea? I mean, that's, that's what I wanted to add. Right. So number one, I think, yung chief ng IATF, sino yung lead agency nito? Diba si COH? But also, yung merong lead point of person nito eh. I, I forgot the name. Yung kumasyaw sa, ano, sa TikTok. Pinag-rallis ata yun. Si, um... IATF hindi ba si Galvez or Galvez is the vaccine one Oh si kaya yung ano yung vaccine mm-hmm. I think si ano to eh feeling ko si Sinograles kasi siya yung laging nandoon Oh yeah and ano uh the chair is still the Department of Health which means that is si Duque Duque yeah Kaya ang perspective ko is to your point kanina di ba Um, like for example, mayor. Kapag ka mayor ka, you you really control the town. Meaning, um, wh- where's your biggest opposition? It would come from uh, your vice mayor, your your councilors. E- everybody is under you. Basically, kung ano talaga yung gusto mo, your political will. That's what's gonna happen. And an agency like IATF, where everybody has equal footing, somebody should really um, instill authority among these mayors. Diba? Kung hindi mag-work within the meeting or whatever, some other tactics that's uh, that's been done before. Diba? It's almost forced uh, uh, into submission kasi kinocall out ka kapag ka hindi ka nagkukumpay. Meaning, um, in, in an agency meeting, nagpag-usapan, na, napag-agree na uh, ganito, ganyan. But out of everybody, ikaw itong may ano, issue. Dapat, collectively, Diba? This, these people speak up and say that si ano, because uh, they have other things in mind. Like, pinipilit nila yung contact tracing app kasi they found out na ganito, 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 ganyan, diba? If we call out individuals like that, that would put their, you know, their political career into jeopardy, that they likely will comply. Diba? Yep. Um, I am not saying that's the best method, but in this case where um, somebody needs to be a central power to really make sure that there's consistency. At saka yung mga ganon, forget na muna yun. Kasi diba nung una, lalo na nung mga early stages nung pagbibigay ng mga, ng mga subsidy, ng mga food, Diba? People are calling out on Facebook na ito si ganito, kung may kailangan, may picture pa, kailangan, may kanto pa, kailangan, yep. may branding, may ganyan. Diba? That was effective for a little bit where people are calling out uh, their mayors, their LGUs, or whoever, na hindi 
nag-shape up compared to the other mayors. Diba? Uh, kumbaga, na-pressure yung mga mayor to do more, to do better kasi the, the citizens. And also, uh, there was somebody saying na sa lahat ng mayor, ito lang ang disagree. Kasi ganito, inuuna niya pa to. Imbaga, if they remove all the i-call out mo na, basically, yung bullshit. Whatever you see, pag feeling mo, ito yung reason niya, i-call out mo na. Hindi yung try to be diplomatic. Hindi, we don't have the time to to play politics. Tapos talaga yan. Yun number one. But again, these are all in retrospect. Ganun dapat. So, sa IATF, I think there, there should have been a stronger person in charge na kumbaga, alam mo yung ginawa ni ano, ni parang ni Como sa New York si Which governor ones, uh, si Andrew Andrew Como yung yung governor mismo I don't know but yeah, I think I think I think Yeah, Cuomo. I, f- I forgot which one kasi 'di ba yung kapatid niya is in CNN. <laughs> I I don't remember which one, pero yeah, Governor Cuomo. So ang ginagawa nila doon, uh, ang ginagawa nila is 'di ba yung may mga national government uh, policies kino-call out nila or merong mga certain items sa New York na hindi nag parang hindi it should have been faster. Lagi siya nag-aano mm-hmm. na ano ba yun? Merong argument before about bakit daw siya pipilitin na mag ano na na mag quarantine? How about may ano to ganito? How about my right? Ganito ganyan ganyan. So, meron mga moments before that he was calling out na kung kung ikaw personally baga, wala kang pakialam sa sa welfare ng iba ayaw mo magmas kaya mo mag ganito diba? pina-point out niya na majority of people uh, does. Diba? So, at the end of the day, if everybody feels like they should do it, there's no reason na ikaw hindi ka dapat magkaganito. Kumbaga, calling out hard messages or basically speaking out kahit na piling mo hindi popular yung magiging sasabihin mo. As long as that's the right thing to do. I did not see a lot of that Like for example, anong LGU yung mga kanol out this entire year? Wala naman. That you know, that you know of, <laughs> diba? Yeah, it's more more of, I mean, earlier part of the pandemic. The people are usually the ones doing it. Calling out their mayors, their barangay captains. Um, but coming from the national government or, you know, from the LGU to the national government, there's not a lot actually. Um, I would just hear like some snide comment from from a mayor saying something about the IATF, uh, but really not no no call outs. Um, I could be wrong, but that's what I can remember. Like I I don't see something like that. I mean, just an example as well. If we're we're, we're using US, um, I know that um, the current administration is calling out the government. Ah, oh, sorry, the governor of Florida. Ron DeSantis, if I'm mistaken, mm-hmm. for lifting the mask mandate and whatnot. So there's nothing like that here. <laughs> so you have the IATF. Okay, here are the policies. Here are the reports. Basically, what's happening is instead of being the body that's in charge of everything, they kind of look like more like a re- reporting body. 
Um, you just get the data from them. You get this. Sometimes you get. Um, yeah, what? parang walang authority yung ISDF. Yeah, walang tangil sa bas balik. Oh, at this point, you should have suspended mayors, right? At this point, you should have removed people out of their posts. Yung mga tipong if you see incompetence or if you see non-compliance and it puts people at risk, tapat talaga swift action. Kaya nyo na worry yung legal ano legal consequence ng pagtatanggal ng mayor sa position niya. Yeah. Bala na si court, di ba Supreme Court there? But kung talagang ano, di ba? Give somebody an example. Tapat talaga. Ito yung ano as the governing body, tapat sila yung strong and we didn't see that. Um, throughout this pandemic, so that's the number one thing. So that that I can see how it ultimately always goes back to. Ito yung mga shout na ano ng ng Duterte, de ba? But if you've seen all those uh, press press meetings na nakalive yung nagbimiting sila, notice how they feed into to to Duterte. Kumbaga, the IATF. They feel like they're doing a good job. So when they report, they feel like they get they're doing everything they can. So when they feel like they're doing it this way, they ganito, ganyan, ganyan. Ikaw, that as as the head, thinking na may limitation talaga yung capacity nyo and your lead agency is saying na, na we've done everything we could. Tapos dito yung mga reports, ito na yung ganyan, ganyan, and there's some sort of parang sense of unity among the cabinet members, di ba? Yeah. You, you'd really be misled. Dapat talaga, it's either you're at the heart of that uh, implementation or you have somebody strong na talaga nag, nag-drive nun. Na, alam mo yun, calling out the ano. I'd rather have a lot more friction yung bickering within the government in response to COVID as opposed to yung ganitong bickering na nagsisisiyan kasi may kasalanan. Yeah, kasi what's happening is <laughs> yun nga, nagsisisihan instead of doing actual, you know, call-outs, proper call-outs and next steps basically, di ba? Um, what's crazy for me is when it comes to this, um, he, alam mo yun, I know that the people play a big part uh, in how govern the government um, reacts to things, but and for some reason, uh, I don't know if we should get into this already, but I know that we'll talk more about this later on. What I think is a factor is during the start of the pandemic, people are calling out their local local government. So a lot of a lot of the messes, a lot of the uh, missteps, they're all public. Everyone can see it. Everyone is shouting uh, for change on the grassroots level. But recently, it's the focus is all on the national government. And what I'm saying is, it's it's true um, because just like what we talked about, there are a lot of things that needs to change on the national level. But why am I not seeing? the same outrage when your LGU fails. Because, um, for my example, <laughs> I've seen a lot of um, things that can be improved in my LGU 
um, I see a lot of missteps and I'm seeing a lot of other places wherein yun nga, uh, people are becoming uh, careless I'd say but yun nga, the, just like what you said like way earlier a call to action making making these things a lot more public is the key to making these people move because as long as they think that their uh, political career is safe and sound with what they're currently doing if they feel like they're already doing a good job and they're not being called out for it um, whether it be from the national government or from their constituents nothing's gonna change it's it's going to be all of the same even if you do something in the national level uh, that is so drastic if these people in the LGUs do not change nothing will actually change because if you look take a look at it the LGUs are actually the very 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 most important part of the pandemic response because they are the ones that are in touch with the people they are the ones that are controlling their contact tracing the um, controlling of their borders entry exit all of that is under their control so parang yon um I know that we need to put accountability towards the national government. It's just that the LGUs deserve the same amount of scrutiny, both from the national government and from the constituents. It's it's a way that's, to that's uh, the other barrier, kasi from national uh, government, because they make it seem like etong IATF is the ultimate body. Yeah, it's a one-all, wow. be-all. <laughs> oh, because parang It, it's diba? sinong nasa TV lagi yung IATF sinong laging um, tawag dito uh, nag, according to IATF let's wait for their advice diba? the, go, the government the mayor anong laging ano let's wait for their official announcement Ganto, ganyan, ganyan, ganyan. Mm-hmm. it's as if they're making it appear na wala sumusunod lang kami but at the end of the day diba? when this meeting happens so how is it in your area how is it in Ganto? that's where policies are Based. Again, if these mayors report that they are doing the minimum standard or that they're doing their blah, 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 when in reality, it, it's not being done, it's not being implemented, you're still being fed false reports. Whereas if that came from faithful, from the people, right, mad call-outs, um, like for example, what you posted, Uh, people not following wearing masks and things like that and becomes norm in a viral to call out things like that diba? something simple as si Olivares uh, last three weeks ago uh, pinapayagan na po natin ang mga edad ganito sa ganyan uh, na pwedeng lumabas ng kasama ng mga parents sabi ko may isip ko pa hindi pa ba? they've been out they've been out and about yeah these and... teenagers have been you know kaya nga naka-online school pero makikita mo sila herd herd of teens na mga hindi naka-uniform but you know they're doing meetups beyond the the DepEd ano mandate na wag mag ano eh wag mag-meet hindi ano diba so mm-hmm. this is the purpose of online school kasi itong mga teenager nag nagkikita-kita pa din nagiget together para gumawa ng module ng assignment what's the point actually what you're saying is better i've seen a lot of I'd say younger than what was allowed to go out. Uh, just you know, gumagala, uh, going to uh, oh, fast man. food. Um, 
it, it, it's crazy kasi yun nga we're saying na oh bawal to mga to tapos saka natin papayagan but all the all the time the implementation of that restriction is not really good which means that these people are out and about uh, even if they have their parents with them um, you know these people are just gonna die basically um, I'm not yun nga as always I'm saying hindi ko naman minamasama yung mga tao pero it's what happens um, you you say something I mean you go somewhere with your child um baka medyo matangkad na maybe they can pass off as 18 or 16 whatever was the allowed age by then um and it's still the same even if you if you, even if you reference the data that um there is a very low percentage of death in comes of when it comes to covid infections of children they they're still carriers so Ooh. they will most definitely still be a factor in the spread of the virus they may not die from it as much as the others but the people that they will infect are they're not all kids um it might be their lola their parents so yun, it's still a factor um implementation wise pa rin talaga that's all <laughs> where it all goes down to yeah that's where the ano the like government they make it think yun talaga, babalik dun sa harsh or hard implementation. I mean, we, we, the national government is already being accused of militarizing or overuse of police and this response. But really, I didn't feel that. Diba? Yeah. So, yun na yung impression eh. Yun na yung sinasabi and that's already what they're selling internationally. Why not really just do it? I mean, it's... It's the rhetoric kasi, di ba? Uh, like, so, they are militarizing. Like, di ba, <coughs> earlier in the pandemic, yung ano, solution medical, hindi, hindi militar. militar. Uh, while I get the sentiment, it's just that, how will you control people? Uh, going from one place to another. Who is the available uh, source of manpower out there that they, that can do that? Um, so yun, you may not trust the police you may not trust the army but the thing is there's no one else how we know it's a deterrent kasi what you see on Facebook on groups anong laging tanong may checkpoint ba may checkpoint ba may ganito ba yeah, may yeah. ganito ba so you know at some degree it, it helps kasi it's a deterrent uh, some people don't even go out knowing na may checkpoint. Maybe because they know they will not be allowed or maybe because they are avoiding traffic. Alam mo naman pag may checkpoint. Yeah, kasi ano eh, um, people somehow fear authority over COVID. Parang hmm. kaya lang, kaya lang, I've seen this a lot when nung bumayahi ako pa Bulacan. I, I go there once a month. Um, when I stop over Trinoma and SM North, para pag sumakay na, sumakay ng P2P bus a lot of people would just start using their masks properly and putting down their face shields once there's a security guard there once there's a policeman there uh, it's the same with the MRT um, a lot of people might be taking phone calls even if it's not allowed people would um, right. would call them out And then they would only stop pag dumaan na si Ate Guard saying that they should. Um, right. So, yun nga. Uh, to a certain degree, it does help. 
uh, I know, of course, we're not pro-violence. That's not what it's all about. It's no, it's about <laughs> enforcing enforcing the rules. There's no one else to do that. If you can trust that to your barangay tanods, but how many tanods does a barangay have to enforce that everywhere, diba? It's going to be... Barangay mismo ang nakatenga, nagkakwentuhan sa kanto eh, sa tulok eh. Actually, yes. Kaya, <laughs> kaya mismo yung hindi nag-i-enforce eh. Uh, I've seen a barangay barangay hall, I forgot which one is that nung bumabiyahe ako. Na nasa labas sila lahat ng health center. Kasi magkatabi, barangay hall, and then you have the health center. And then these barangay tanods and some other people are outside sitting around and they don't have their mask uh, their mask yeah. yeah nasa baba and then nakataas yung uh, face shield and they're in, they're in the national road of course when people see them <laughs> ay okay lang pala <laughs> ay 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 it should ayan dapat ay normalize sa Facebook sa TikTok sa social media whenever we see those posts diba or sabihan hoy wear your mask diba ganito yeah. sa mundo ka Kasi, Kasi, yun naman talaga ang ano eh, uh, will help. And then everybody holding each other accountable is much better. Kaya ang ganda yung sabi mo na they fear authority more than COVID, which is the stupidest thing yeah, in terms of true. mindset. Diba? Pero yun kasi yung effect ng mga tao eh. Yeah. Diba? Ayun, um, again, until they see or they themselves get COVID, they don't appreciate na it's real. And so, what they're ano lang is kung may police, kung may magbabawal, tsaka lang sila dito, no? Diba? Um, so, that's true. And I think that's uh, transition to, yun nga, ang number one responsibility ng mga tao is when when you watch the news, when you go to social media, or at least, diba? At this point, everybody knows the basic expectation. Mag-mask or facial. Right? Mm-hmm. Regardless of the efficacy ng face shield kasi other countries they don't do face shield sabi na yun alam mo na yung mga woke woke shit or kung ano-anong argument na ano but you wear your mask right whatever yeah. it is that you feel works in preventing the spread do it diba wala namang nag-ano sa'yo but as a mandate or as a requirement sumunod ka kasi yun yung uh, measure that everybody else is trying to do good. Sana kung may pinapagawa tayo yung mag-isa na ikaw lang. Uh-huh. That everybody else is not expected to do. Doon ka mag-ano. Ay, bakit ganito? Ba't ganyan? Kung everybody's expected to do that, that's one thing, right? Then it's reasonable. It's not, it's not much asked. Then do it. So, the other, we know as an example naman, nung nagkaroon ng question sa barrier, yung sa may angkas, di ba? Yeah. People <laughs> ridicule that, that measure, that step. Because we know, well, ano bang work? So that's one example where people should call out things that we feel like don't work, <coughs> right? But if we uh, we don't see anything wrong that it might help even a small chance, do it, execute. You know, talaga yung ano. That's the number one failure of the citizens is, even though we know the absolute minimum of what needs to be done, we still we still don't do it. <coughs> um, try to get away with it, and I know it's hard. I mean. Effort naman talaga yung yung mask, mask face shield, yeah. Face shield, uh, hirap mag-navigate, uh, malabo, na yung alo na yung mga nakasalamin, diba? Yeah, I get that but, a lot. Kasi, I mean, even me, there was a time na even people on bikes were required to wear face shields. Hmm. 
dito sa area namin. And it was hard. Like, legit, pag naarawan yung yung face shield mo, it, it causes a lot of glare. So, I, I understand exactly where these people are coming from. But just like from what I posted, how about in situations where it's not going to be like a huge um, inconvenience. So, for example, people in malls, people in groceries, people in public transport, especially those that are air-conditioned. What is so hard? I mean, I understand kung malabo yung mata mo, sige, but you're not going to stay there the entire day. You're not even supposed to stay there for like more than two, one hour, diba? To reduce the risk of transmission. Um, is it is it really that hard to wear it na nakababa? Or even just calling people out um, to put their mask down. And when I say calling people out, hindi naman para you take a photo of them, you take a yamo. That's, that's actually the reason why my post isn't public because my goal was not to ridicule the people that I caught not wearing a mask and face shield, but to at least increase the awareness of my social group. Because these are the people that I know will understand what I'm trying to say. Now, yun nga, you don't need to ridicule them. You don't need to nag people into doing it. Uh, a simple saying na, uh, Kuya ate, pwede pakiayos ng mask. Uh, Kuya pababa naman ng face shield. Um, it really helps. I mean, it might not be as effective as a security guard or a policeman saying that, but... I'd say from me doing it for <laughs> the last what the last year, uh, going into groceries, traveling uh, from time to time, it works like let's say seven out of ten times I'd say, and that seven people out of ten people that agreed with you um, to wear their protective gears properly, you might have just saved their lives. You don't know. Maybe they come into contact with someone with COVID later on. Or, kunyari, sa UV, someone is not wearing their mask properly, you tell them to put it up. And apparently, they're COVID positive. You might have just saved the entire UV Express. <laughs> diba? Kasi parang, alam yun, it, it requires so little effort um, to help your fellow citizen out. And... Kaya natin yung argument ng mga tao na I think Philippines is one of the most compliant in terms of facial masks. At least in the face of it, right? Uh, yeah. Yung, yung perspective na, ano, na... 92% of people uh-oh. say that they are wearing masks out when yeah. they go outside. That was the exact question in the questionnaire. So, ayun yung... <laughs> ayun yung tawag dito yung argument ng iba na hindi enough na mag-facial mag-face na agree but I agree yeah the the big part that people are also missing out here is that there's still an ongoing ask to avoid unnecessary travel so mm-hmm. to avoid unnecessary movement and this is ridiculed out to say nung no, nag-curfew na naman kasi hindi naman night shift yung COVID ay night shift pala yung COVID hindi natin alam it, it's <laughs> stupid diba it's a stupid ano like argument where if you think about it all and every measure to, to try to reduce movement either by day or night should be a big 
importance. So when we say na, yes, you, you go out, you wear your face shield, your face mask. What was the reason you went out? What was the reason that you you met with somebody? What was the reason na ganito? Well, I know people are longing for social interaction, they visit their family, mm-hmm. their friends, and what have you. So there's really that that balancing act. But it's just the personal responsibility to make that determination that everything I do is that absolutely necessary. And like what I said, there is a lot that I feel is not. Yung mga pakalat, karat, pakalsada, mga kids, di ba? Um, yung mga nga, yung mga teens na kung saan saan pupukunta that they go and ano pag dito become irresponsible about it yun yun eh yung mga unnecessary movement really is what triggers uh, the spread from one place to another tapos yung implementation again yung uh, pagfollow nga is only at the face of it again they do it only when people are there about the instances na wala ano yung ano yung chances like na kumusta talaga yung mga tao tapos balik tayo dun sa sa social responsibility na call out call out mayors call out LGUs call out your barangay most important diba kasi uh-huh. yun yung sinasabi ng mga tao na people power instead of mass posting on paper Resign, resign, di ba? Why don't we all agree na, okay, this this one is not right. Call it out. This one is not right. Be specific about it. Kasi, every time you call out the national government or the Delta, specifically, hordes of followers that feels like he's doing his best in other aspects will defend him. Di ba? Kumbaga, we're not discrediting Uh, the things that he's doing on other things or this admin is doing not them personally so right the, ad, the admin is doing but also if, when we say specific to the covid response yeah if we 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 are smart enough to specify what are mm-hmm. we complaining about or what are we saying then it might be better argument but again who knows we've seen this diba ang usap pa ni COVID babalik na naman tayo dun sa mama sa pano all of a sudden biglang <laughs> last week biglang last week nando doon si Margo has trending na naman si, si sir eh nag-uumpisa sa ACQ ang usapan na natapos sa sa deep-rooted hatred ng mga tao for what happened before so yeah, that's kasi, the wrong, ane, wrong way there's there's a super deep division of people And the funny thing is, they are seemingly blind about what they're doing to each other. Um, parang yun nga, you talk about ECQ, and then instead of having a meaningful dialogue about the actual policies, it ends up into a shouting match. Uh, kesha dilawan ka, kesha DDS ka. Um, and then it bogs down into a battle of who did the more egregious thing in the past wherein you're completely missing the point. The point is to call out the current policies of uh, that are in place for COVID response. And going back to the curfew thing, I feel like a lot of people just parang, alam yun, they just rejected it outright. The mere fact that there were If, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was in Manila that there were around 2,000 people that were apprehended violating the curfew means that there are people 
out there, out and about, mayong iba, di ba? I know, I forgot who said it from our group, na there are some bars that are open like past curfew, past curfew, di ba? And, syempre, these bars are restaurants and unlike other restaurants, people don't just stay there, like go in, uh, order, eat, after 30 minutes, they leave. No, bars would be more infectious kasi people would stay there for hours, I'd say. And, you know, at least even though it's not the best uh, policy, you are still preventing mobility. You are still preventing mm. unnecessary uh, movement which ultimately reduces um, the spread of the virus. And yun nga, what I see is that people are just complaining for the sake of complaining about the government. Yeah, for content. Uh, a lot of content creators are making their names by uh, being the polar opposite. So some people uh, get their yeah. fame by <laughs> by being uh, absolute DDS, right? Or depending president at whatever cost. And then the other one, uh, total opposite to call out every single thing that happened. So that actually adds an unhealthy um, aspect of this whole conversation because it becomes personal. always ano eh, you can almost predict what they will say next. Tapos pag naubos na yung stand nila, they go personal. And then, ma- mamatay na yung ano, yung, ano kasi parang ah, yun, ando sila. Until another issue surfaces on the national level. Another failure. And then, ano man, parang wala nang nangyari. Pabalik na naman. So what I'm saying is, if we truly are as woke as we say we are, right, just the kids, who have not experienced any other admin before, by the way, <laughs> are, <laughs> are so keen to say na, um, sana, ano, huling birthday mo na yan, or, ano, ba't hindi pa mamatay, or whatever, right? Yeah. If you're, if you're truly woke, what are you really calling out? Can you explain to me, and what's, al- what's the alternative? Ito na yun yung buwabalik na, lagi na tanong, ano ba yung bag mo? It's not, it's not, the regulatory derogatory for you to be asked it should be taken as a question ano ba yung recommendation mo is this something wrong <coughs> ano ba dapat should be done yeah oo and if that idea is so good then that should be floated and dapat ayun ang trending dapat yeah kasi ayun, for me if someone would put up like a valid and good idea regardless of my political beliefs it's that's if that's a good idea that will save lives mm-hmm. at least for me i would fight for it i mean i would share whatever you post you have explaining that and whatnot but yun nga ang nangyayari kasi is you fight about an issue there's no suggestions it turns into a shouting match yeah. uh, and then nothing gets resolved i mean people are way too uh sensitive about things right uh that you know the almost instantly um, the avenue for I mean, healthy conversation gets thrown out the window 
I experienced this in the past, especially nung active ako sa social media. I mean, uh, I know you know, rare, rarely dala ako nagpo-post about anything political or anything about government policy. Kasi, um, I've been accused of being both. <laughs> when I, when there is a legitimately okay or good idea coming from the government, I get immediately attacked na DDS ako. They don't attack my argument They don't even notice or they don't even read what I say when I post it. They would just attack me as a DDS. This is funny because uh, this is behavior that they actually abhor. And then when I go to the other round, syempre katulad ng pinag-usapan natin dito, like uh, the misses of the IATF, the misses of the LGUs, once this gets public, I'm sure that people from the other side of the aisle will be attacking Even though we have explained ourselves quite clearly what needs to be done, this is not really a political attack. It's about talking about the policies, how effective they are, what can be done. And it's a very unhealthy landscape, I'd say, for discussions because it deters people who are thinking clearly about the situations. Because good policies are not always just tied to one party. Right. You see, it's the thing, right? A lot of people are taking advantage of that date in bickering mm-hmm. to become famous, which is wrong. Because they almost polarize. Um, I almost see sometimes the mga open kami. Lalo na yung mga bago talaga, si mga 200-200 followers. I don't know if they're that stupid or they're, they're, they're really provoking. <laughs> people to engage to comment kasi you know people will defend diba when somebody posts something so controversial marami nang ano kapag nauna doon yung other side ala abangan mo ang ganda sila they'll be here ayun na magkakumpisa na yan magkakagulo na people know what's expected nangyayari na alam nila na yun ang magiging repercussion ng sabi na but they do it anyway for what are they for, doing it for the clicks diba? Diba? <laughs> for the views <laughs> so that's one kasi it saddens me um, before kasi I watch a lot of you know uh, commentaries even comedy commentaries about the US um, especially during Trump's presidency I use I I watch it for fun back then ay nakakatawa naman ganun ganun ganito sobrang kapolarized nila na from both sides may ganito ganito and then I see my country turning into that. <laughs> It's scary. Like I I don't want to see that kind of division, but that's basically what's happening, diba? And I feel like in the long run it will be crazier here because there's no clear line of allegiance that we have because it's not like in the US that they have a two-party system. Here we have you know, it's a free for all. Um, and yun nga. it is but for now medyo may dalawang ano eh yeah may, may dalawang sides bothering side and but ano what I see it is it usually just boils down to pro and anti-admin regardless of who the president is parang mm-hmm. they gang up on each other pero yun yun nga I just wanted to share that I, I, I used to watch those shows just for enjoyment and then I'm seeing a template of what's about to happen <laughs> So hopefully, nga, the conversation should be steered towards 
to comment. Because at the end of yeah. the day, that's what they say they're doing. There should be more of these content out there to really scrutinize. I mean, it's not immediately going to be obvious, but if we keep doing it, hopefully, it makes uh, it makes a difference. Or some like drama realize, say, I'm gonna walk. They don't. They don't know. You, you, you walk. People don't know what they're talking. About. <laughs> and then the other ones, the man, uh, um, the other side also are too blinded. Same, that sometimes, ang pinag-usapan. <laughs> ang pinag-usapan is yung what's happening now. Walang kinalaman yung yung misses ng previous admin sa sa fault ngayon. It should be called out and it should be improved. If we all agree, maliyon, uh, right? Then again, surface the best idea out there. A uh, good example nito yung yung sa bus lane sa Edsa. Uh-huh. I remember specifically na may isang idea that somebody did in, in YouTube, Facebook na naging news at nagtrend. Yeah, parang how to I saw that before. Yeah. Diba? How to leverage yung middle aisle, a middle island ng Edsa instead yeah, may... na may ano pa may plans for like overpasses uh-huh. yeah I, i think i remember that way back right so right side kasi before was the bus lane may yellow lane diba? then work kasi dun mga lumilik ko yung sasakyan uh-huh. dun yung mga pasahero um sa magulo and then they could board anywhere baga kasi the whole stretch of edsa isang sila galing dun sila sumasakay so that that prevents people from Uh, I mean that allows people to board buses anywhere along the strip. Yep. So nung nung inesimpin ng post na meron na tayong existing infrastructure, which is yung LRT, MRT. It stretches the almost the entire span of Edsa. May mga uh, overpass that allows them to get from one side to the other side, di ba? Mm-hmm. So then that's what they did. Nagkaroon na yung bus is not the And then only really the passengers. Wala silang option kundi talaga to comply with the stop ng ed ng MRT kung saan lang may bus may MRT stop doon lang sila pwede makasakay kasi doon lang umiinto yung boat kasi doon nga lang may overpass kung saan makakakuha yung mga passengers yeah, yeah. And, so they use and I feel like it's super yeah. effective din kasi I, before when I when I travel nung effective na si bus lane I thought that it was just because it's the pandemic mas konti yung tao but even after time passed by more There, there are relaxed um, ito, uh, policies in place. It's still quite okay. I mean, so. Oh, Takang mabilis pa din yung sila, eh, di ba? Mabilis talaga, yeah. So that's that's ano, that's one idea, one example. Where there's one good idea, resurface yon. Alam mo ba yung sa may barrier? Pero kasi parang tingin kanina. Everybody Over thought it was motorcycles. Oh, uh, everybody thought it was stupid. But why did? Why was it delayed na tanggalin? Kasi there was another side depending it. Yeah. So there was another group of people na again na ano yan, ganito yan, ganito yan, ganyan, ganyan. Well, obviously, it's, it's a bad idea. May mga feeling nila nag-depend na yeah. kasi one side. So yung ganong example ba na if we see things along the way that are not bad, I mean that are bad, call it out. And what's the alternative? Never just call something out. Yeah, may isang TikToker and then lagi kong ano again sumisikat sa dahil sa pagiging kontrabida ng administration. <laughs> But yung argument niya is every ano stop politi- parang sabi kasi nila stop politicizing everything. Yung sabi niya everything is political. What's your definition of politics? <laughs> yeah. Kasi 
Ang pwede kong idea niya ng everything is political. Everything is, alam mo yun, pinopolitika. Which is different. Diba? Politics by nature is yung interaction ng mga individual yeah. uh, sa, sa government or sa body. Even in offices, diba? Uh, it's, it's basically yeah. it. Oo. So, the politics is inherently defined, inherently different than what you think it is. Ang pagpupolitika, hindi yan pagkocall out hindi yan pag-ano. It's our manner of engagement. Diba? Towards mm-hmm. other people, towards the government, towards, uh, you know, uh, ano, a piece of bad. If you, if you only care na to Google what it means, hindi, ibig, hindi yun way to justify to call out everything. It's not. Hindi yun ang ibig sabihin nun. So, unang-una palang mali niya yung pagkakaintindi. Pagkakaintindi niya na okay lang ipolitika lahat kasi lahat naman yun. Political. Oh, oh. Mm, wrong words, different intention. Parang, I mean, same word, pero iba yung pagkaka-absorb. Yeah, parang, then, we know what you're saying. It's just that you're using the incorrect oh. term for it. But, yun niya. Um, I think more recent yung issue with um, wearing face masks pag may kasama ka sa sasakyan. Um, diba? Um, Ito, I, I got personally involved with you know arguments online about this kasi everyone was saying uh, it's stupid kasi ang mga sakay mo din naman is like people from your household but yun nga, as an example um, what is the possible alternative to that just like with the uh, barrier diba? so okay sige, let's take your um your argument na the reason why it's not effective or it's useless is because people that are riding the motorcycle or the the car is people from the same household now what if hindi kasama sa household what will we do diba? and then what usually happens in these conversations online is that they would just entirely dismiss that uh premise Kasi for me, if you want to go that way, I have a suggestion for that. Kasi, di ba, for the barriers, one way to prove that the two of you na magkaangkas um, is from the same household is to have a pass of some sorts. I know that some barangays actually implemented this. Na... The, the driver and the rider uh, and the angkas would have like passes and whatnot um, so that they would know that these people are actually from the same household now for the car the problem is you can't just stop every car to ask if they are from the same household effectively if you just remove that mandate altogether you are just saying na, um, well bahala na kayo sa buhay nyo diba? kasi there there won't be any um like check and balance if alam naman natin yan mayro mga gumagala na magkakasama magkatropa uh there are people going out on um trips that are not from the same household how will you be able to tell the difference so my suggestion is to go with the policy reason being is because you can never tell and you can never enforce a ruling na pag they're not from the same household you mask them up diba there there's no way to do that and there's no way to check every single car to do that 
And yun nga, I mean, when it comes to giving ideas and making sure that if you have an idea, that you have a justification for that idea and actually open for dialogue, it, it changes a lot uh, when it comes to the actual dialogue that you have with people, even with people that disagree with you. Because you have at least a basis, a reason, and an effective idea that could back that up. Parang yun lang. The, um, I want Imagine, the conversation diba? to be. Uh, yeah, I want the conversation to be like that. If people would think of it the same way, na parang okay, I don't agree with that idea. Bakit at ano yung pwedeng solution? Probably pwede namang wala kang solution right away, but as long as you can properly rationalize why you are against a specific idea is at least enough for now, I'd say, 'di ba? Parang yun lang, that's my my only gripe with internet um <laughs> discussion. That's why I've been, you know, absent from it quite a long time. Ngayon na lang uli ako <laughs> nag-engage. Yun. Imagine all all these previous issues that were ridiculed right by the anti-admin and then there was actually a healthy discussion and a valid solution. Diba? So, yeah. I know it's not utopia, right? Perfect world. Wala namang ganun. But, yeah, it will happen. I think we're at the early stage of social media where at this point we're What we're getting is human nature. Until eventually we elevate that discussion, or until it becomes a norm to really have healthy conversations. Because people will soon realize, it's, you know, how it's not enough to just yeah, it's oh, not right. enough to just go for and go against something. That's why people, there are, uh, people are after her. And I mean, and I but it, it will not be overnight and it won't be whatever admin next they can't fix it because um, it will be an ongoing thing and that's that kind of really defines uh, a third world country versus uh, you know a progressive one and when I say a progressive one not even US <laughs> not, not even US US it's is not, very polarized sobrang no, toxic it's not, it's not a good example like countries yeah, but, where but it's but it's a good example of what you said na parang pag tawag ito when the discussion even if you change the administration it doesn't really change anything it, the level of discussion the level of toxicity will still be the same it's a great example yeah. of that at least <laughs> yeah the root causes are way different than than that right lalo na um, how, how politics is taught in school how we see our leaders now um mga magandang countries that really responded well uh, in covid singapore new zealand yung alam mo medyo yung population base nila mature yeah you know, intelligent uh, uh, people from all nations well, Singapore halo-halo yan but people that are there are normally thinking forward individuals eh. sila mga innovator mm-hmm. business yung mga ganong mindset eh, here sa Pilipinas eh, 16 years old ka pa lang eh. parang ngayon ka pa lang namulat kung ano yung president eh. parang feeling mo alam na alam mo na lahat eh. Diba? Tapos yung polar side naman, yung mga 50-60 years old na solid. <laughs> yeah, solid Solid DBS. Because they have basis of comparison. And admittedly, there is a lot of things that are way better now than it was considering everything is happening. 
'di ba? Uh, meron naman talaga. Ang ano lang is Also, we're not talking about so. Sa mga nag-uusapan natin is yung ano, yung ngayong situation, yung response. So, you can only get better. Ako sa tingin ko, every time I still watch from time to time yung yung mga press ano nila, yung yung meeting talaga nila. When I see him, wala naman akong nakikita inherently na masamang aura na tipong he's doing something purposely knowing full well kung anong ginagawa niya. Parang I still think that whatever he does, he thinks he's doing right for the people. What I I worry is, yun nga, what's being fed to him is not always correct. And then same with the LTD or the IATF, right? Whatever they get is not it's not correct. You know how, you know, so kailangan talaga from the national government, kung medyo malakas-lakas pa to si Digong, or somebody that really can can be out there in the weeds, di ba? Yung mag-execute. Yung pupunta ako ng ganito, titignan ko kung nag-carp talaga sila. Or yung ganito, yung ganito, ganyan, ganyan. Titignan ko kung masing-masing talaga. When, when you see leader like that, na that active, na ikaw LGU ka, you'll never know kung kayo yung masusunod, di ba? More likely, ayusin ninyo. Mm-hmm. Yun yung ano ko doon eh. So, if anything, yung yung age, yung ano niya mismo, his, his incapacity physically to do all these inspection and audits himself is one yeah, big it's a factor, yeah. failure. Right? It's one big opportunity. Kasi if, if you're only mobile, if you're only able to go and, and do this yourself, it would totally be different. So, uh, again, kasi the, the one thing that's bad about the, the opposite side is they feel like he's evil, like he's doing this in purpose. They feel like um, everything that's happening is being done intentionally. Yan yung mali na iniisip ko. And then the other side din naman, sa dilawa, di ba? Everything that they do, they feel like for corruption, for ganito, for ganyan. So, mm-hmm. why are these people even in power if we, we thought na that's what they're gonna do? If we just believe them, that they're gonna win. Bakit pa sila yung nanalo kung yung mga tao mismo hindi pala naniniwala na they have good intention for the country? And yung pinaka-big question ko sa'yo, di ba, is is there one person now that if you put there significantly change everything. Yeah, about that kasi, di ba? I know we want someone that is you know, stronger, I'd say. Um, political will is an impar- uh, an important factor kasi nga if 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 you're there, um you need to be able to uh, implement these ideas and make sure that you keep tabs on people that are actually um uh, implementing your ideas and the problem with replacing people at that high of a level is that you're not replacing one person. You're replacing the entire system. Kasi, especially if the person that's going to replace him is from a different party or uh, iba talaga, you cannot use everyone. I mean, almost everyone, you cannot use them. Kasi, there will be 
A, talagang hesitance, resistance mm. from your rule. Um, kasi, yun nga, number one, hindi ka namin kaalyado. Hindi, so, you have to replace everyone. So, I understand mm. you may have good ideas. Whoever you have, it might be uh, Lenny from the this uh, the right, uh, the, I'd say, Dilawan side, right. LP side, and then who do you have on the other side? Ano, uh, Pacquiao, <laughs> uh, Bongbong Marcos, these people. Parang if you put them there, oh even if you have, <laughs> diba? That's that's the our next four years, eh? <laughs> if you put them there, especially if Lenny, I understand that she's been doing good. Uh, she's been doing good managing her own. Uh, office giving giving back to the people and I like that I really like that about her but when you put her there you put you replace everything yes you're not starting back at square one but you are starting way before I mean in a place where parang mas backward yung starting mo kasi you don't have that experience unless you are able to convince people to stay on board and actually perform as well or better than they have before. It will just reset us. It's a gambit. Um, of course, there is still a possibility that she will be able to, you know, biglang, mas magaling, mas effective, mas astig, let's say, There is a possibility for that, but for me, I think replacing your top leadership at this point is very is a very dangerous gambit, even if they are failing. So, parang yun nga, ang solution is not to replace them outright. Na parang sudden snap of a finger, you replace them. Better is to call for better response, better policies, and it can all be done. And it has been done, diba? People, they obviously listen to people to a certain degree, especially kapag tumingin ka na sa medyo baba, LGUs. And yun nga, um, my answer to your question, is there one person that we can put there, parang our silver bullet? There's none. I don't believe that there is one. Kahit si Magalong pa ang gawin mong presidente, someone who is proven and tested in his own um, constitu- uh, constitu- constituency, pag nalagay mo siya doon, he will have problems. Diyan pa nga lang sa contact tracing position. Di ba? Hindi naman siya, yes, advantage nga sa kanya na he's a general, di ba? Na he knows how to command respect. He knows how Wala to... Wala kasing authority. Yeah. But the mere fact na nung inupo siya doon, Uh, and then people would not simply follow. Imagine that. Sending a questionnaire to LGUs and LGUs would not respond to him even though he's the contact tracing czar. Parang, for me, that's a wake-up call na, hey, these people wouldn't really re- listen as fast as they should do. Um, parang, even if you replace a person, it's not a guarantee. Regardless if they have a proven track record, if they are super good it's not a guarantee that everyone else will follow suit which makes yeah. the change a lot more dangerous than people think I'd say kung gusto mo si Lenny maging presidente 
do it by the natural um, cycle, so, di ba? Once the election, go ahead, vote for her. That's yeah, fine. there's a reason we don't do election yearly, di ba? Yeah. Kasi, yun nga, if, if she changes, most likely yung mga kasama niya, vice president, uh, there would be a set of senators as well, congressmen yata, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, depende kung matutuloy na sa wakas itong barangay elections. Um, those people will be a new set of people. And those people um, parang would be more malleable to the current rule than if you forcibly remove someone from power. I forgot where I read that. I think it's Machiavelli. <laughs> uh, now you can't just overthrow someone and expect everyone else to follow. Um, well, not in, especially in our new, ano, especially in our new society, right? Yeah. I mean, before maybe, because the, ano, eh, um, absolute authority. Pag oh, oh, hari yung pinatanong, patayin lahat. Kung lahat ng against talagang patay, di ba? They rule by fear. Not in a democracy like this. Not where the first international community, di ba? Not where um, it's a more dynamic. Set up, but yeah. I agree, it's just not healthy. So, again, so at the end of the day, both sides are at fault, but also both sides need to rethink what we're doing uh, politics, perspective, governance, and also the people are really fun. It This cannot be better if not for both sides, right? At the end of the day, um, but no matter how small what you can do, it's mm-hmm. still gonna help compared to just calling out compared to not doing anything or at worst being just purely opposition for no reason that's that's gonna be the last you know, thing I think we don't have enough I mean time for another topic we can save that for next week but yeah. I think uh, for next week all we can go over are you know things that people can do to stay at home I mean I think a lot of the root cause of what we talk about here because people are clamoring to go out we feel like we're mm-hmm. in prison we feel like we we are in those social interactions. So yep. what can we do to try to prevent that or at least reduce the need to do that? Alam uh, yung or if we do what what way best practice to do? Because I've been traveling um, for I mean almost the duration of the pandemic. I'd say a little more responsibly than others, but I also have some privilege that. Other stone, right? If if you have a private vehicle, much better than when you do public transport. That's one. But also, you know, I can go out and go to places where I know it will be less people to bicycle. Right? Alam mo yon. There are yep, yep. there are a lot of those precautions, privileges you could do. But uh, what about for others? So, may mga ganon naman yun. May mga best practices na pwedeng to deter and avoid that and being responsible about it hindi naman kailangan so that's I think overall um, a good good discussion do you know how long we um, on my end it's been an hour okay. and 35 minutes well yeah uh, yeah yeah let's research more on that because yeah, it's, I it's more because uh, it's it's a crazier topic. It's no longer. Yeah. <laughs> Pero ano naman? Uh, I think what we can, what we can talk about with confidence, even if we don't have the absolute knowledge, is vaccine hesitancy. Why people 
um, don't trust vaccines mm-hmm. and maybe what we can do um, to imp- 